0: Welcome back to Intuitively Being You. In this podcast, I talk about all things intuition, inner guidance, inner wisdom, connecting with yourself in your truth and using that to create the life that's most aligned with your inner being, with your soul. I'm Desi, I'm here because I was led to create this podcast from my intuition. Thank you for listening to yours and for joining me. And let's get into this episode about how to create that deeper connection within. In this episode, it's more of a flowy stream of consciousness type talk. So I'm really excited that you're joining me for this conversation and I hope you enjoy. The way I sometimes imagine this connection is like every... At every point in which we connect with ourselves and we tap into that inner you with a capital U, we create like a little like sparkle inside. And the, every time we repeat that, every time we find that sparkle again, we create new sparkles and then our whole body like with time becomes more sparkly with our own energy. Hi guys welcome back. I just recorded um, a YouTube video on how to connect more deeply with yourself and this will actually be my first YouTube video or rather the first video that I'm gonna post Um, and it's all about connecting more deeply to yourself and I share five tips that you can use, five practices, five tools that you can use to connect more deeply with yourself to come back to your inner truth and to come back to that space that you know exists within that space that like just feels so good and like ah oh, it's just me, my heart, myself, my soul and everyone else's energy This is just given back to them right So I recorded that felt really good and I was like, do you know what I want to record a podcast episode on this. I want to record like I just want to talk more about this because the space of a video, gives you only so much. And then the space of a podcast episode gives you only so much. So I was like, I just want to talk about the same thing, but kind of like add to it. And rather than just talking about the tools and practices to connect more deeply with yourself, I really want to talk about what it actually means to connect with yourself and why it's so important. So firstly, I am so happy I recorded that video. It's taken me Oh my gosh, such a long time (laughs) to record a YouTube video. Um, I was really like fussy about my setup. I was really fussy about like the light and how I wanted like the background to look. And even though I set up everything and everything was like kind of the way I was happy with, um, the actual sunlight in the room I was gonna film in wasn't coming in right now because it's morning and the light is better in the afternoon. So I actually like all the setup I did, I actually ended up going to a different room, had a really weird setup. My phone was kind of like literally resting on a jumper. Um, And I'm actually really happy with the video. So moral of the story is we can try control, plan like everything all we want. But honestly, sometimes when like our inner soul, our higher self is like, you're just gonna do this, like she'll find a way and it's gonna work out and it'll be great. And I've really been thinking about this video for such a long time. And I recorded it a couple of weeks ago. I was really happy with the things that I said, but I wasn't really looking at the camera. Um, I was a bit too far from the camera. Like I really didn't record it intending to post it. I recorded it intending to practice. But then I watched it back, and I was like, "Oh, I actually share some like good stuff in here. I should really post this." But I was like, "No, no, I'll just re-record." So I re-recorded it. Honestly, I feel like I said things better the first time. Maybe because of the pressure of this time knowing that I was going to post the video um, kind of took away from like the, I don't know, like the relaxedness of it, the um, spontane- spontaneity. So anyway, we move. There's always a first and we always get better. But yeah, I recorded the video, really happy with it. And now I wanted to record this podcast episode. And I actually thought, oh, do you know, what? I'll video this as well. So there's like a video for people to watch. Um... But I'm actually, it's kind of cold, I've got a jumper on, I actually had my hood on earlier, (laughs) I've taken the hood off now. I've got some cacao next to me, Um, and I decided actually I'm not going to post this as a video because I feel just really cozy, and it's so nice to record podcast episodes like this because the whole point of a podcast is like, it's just you and your voice, you're not worried about how you look, you can, I don't know, I guess that's it, you're just not worried about how you look. (laughs) and you just kind of relax into your space and into your chair um so yeah I'm going to be talking about self-connection I've got some cacao next to me which is one of the greatest ways to connect cacao really helps to come out of the hair drop into the heart the body the present moment and I think people are always surprised by the fact that it works because people are like I think if you're new to cacao you're like well it's just is it like either people are like is it just cacao like hot chocolate? Or people are like, is this actually like a drug? Like, what are, what are you serving me right now? Honestly, the first time I went to a cacao ceremony, I was like, is this legal? Like, why are we calling it cacao? But then acting like it's, you know, like some plant medicine that's going to get me high. Um, yeah, it turns out it is just cacao. It is just so, such pure cacao that it is, it has medicinal powers and it has the spirit of cacao in it I'm smiling now because I'm like this is like this is it like this is the truth of why cacao is different it has the spirit of cacao when you drink ceremonial great pure unprocessed or minimally processed it has to be a little processed because it has to be fermented cacao and it just is so great and beautiful and if you've never had a cacao ceremony if you've never drank ceremonial great cacao I offer online ceremonies um 60 minute or 90 minute ones or in person if you live like in the UK near me, in the Buckingham area. Um, yeah, it's amazing and I would highly recommend. And even if there's like a small part of you that's like, oh, I'm intrigued, but I don't know. It's like, should I? It costs money. I'm not really, like what would be the benefit? Like this is the whole, this is how intuitive living works. You don't know what the benefit will be. You don't know what the result is gonna be, but you trust that right now I feel like doing this, So you do that and then the results come. Whereas not living intuitively and always living from the mind is this way of expecting that things are going to look a certain way and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this to get that. Like that's mind living, like expecting the result from the action. Whereas intuitive living is like, I deep in my bones, am so intrigued by this and I know I need to take this action. Honestly, sometimes you actually don't know, but you're like, oh, I kind of, should I, should I not? And then you take the jump. Even though you have no idea what the result is going to be. And then you're like, oh, okay, it led to this. Huh, interesting. So yeah, cacao amazing. If you're intrigued, highly recommend doing a ceremony um, with someone. You can also go to group ceremonies. I just find one-on-ones are so powerful because they're created just for you. And you get, I think, a lot more out of it. But it's up to you, Um, of course. And yes, I will now get into... Just a little ramble on self connection. I don't have a plan for this episode, but I'm kind of feeling on like a roll from my YouTube video that I just recorded. And I just wanted to talk about this because, quite honestly, self like, if there's one thing that I don't know why I need to take a sip right now, but so yeah, like, if there's one thing that I could summarize for like what is the most important thing on earth in life? I think it's truly self-connection. I think self-connection is the most important thing and the reason I think that is because we live in a society where it's really important that we interact with people and that we please people and that we like get through life by having all these connections and relationships and so many of us are not in our self-connection and are not in our power and so we encourage other people to also not be in their power and to be in this like codependent, like needy people-pleasing boundaryless way of life where like your energies are just constantly merging with others and it's just not um a sovereign independent way to live and relationships are important obviously i think Some people spiritually bypass relationships because they're like, no, it's just me. And if you don't respect my boundaries, then like it's over. And like that's (laughs) honestly, that's just like if someone is like that, then they just have some healing and wisdom to go into. Right. But if you are if you have good boundaries, it means you're in your energy, they're in their energy. And if someone doesn't respect your boundaries after repeated conversations and communication, it's not about like strutting off and being like, okay, bye. You're like, okay, like, thank you for your service. This has been great. But clearly, like, you're not respecting what I'm, what is important to me. And so maybe we can just kindly part ways. Um, so see, yeah, how do I even get onto this boundaries thing? But yeah, I think we live in a society where we constantly merge. We're very, like, needy, dependent, people-pleasing. And because everyone from our childhood, unless you were very lucky to have these very, like, parents who were in their energy and you went to a school where everyone was in their energy and you were just completely like not um, not exposed to the way most people live. You probably are, were encouraged from a child to do things that please other people, to feel like you're responsible for other people's emotions, to do things that make other people comfortable. And very early on, you started filtering your own truth and what you actually wanted. This whole concept of, like, your own truth, I say that all the time, but, like, what does that even mean? Honestly, like, I think if you said that to me, I don't know, when I was, like, 16, if you were like, oh, Desi, you should be more in your truth, like, how can you practice that? I would have been like, I have no idea what you mean by my own truth, like, I just am acting the way I'm acting, I don't really get it. But being in your own truth is, like, what? where is your soul? Beyond the conditioning, the programming, and... The pressures of society and culture and like the brainwashing of society, like who are you underneath? That's your truth. Your soul is your truth. And the more we heal, the more space we make energetically for our higher self and our soul to come through and to come into our whole truth. So from a child, we're encouraged to not live like that. And as we grow up, if you're listening to this, you've probably awakened to the fact that actually... A lot of us live a life of, like to put it dramatically, a lie. We're not super truthful about who we are. And that's because we're not connected to ourselves. So going back to where this whole train of thought started, I think the most important thing ever, ever, ever is self-connection. You can only be fully connected to others if you are fully connected to yourself. Otherwise, when we codepend, when we blur energies... We don't become ourselves, we become someone that pleases the other person and rather than being in our truth and setting an example for others to be in their truth, we are people pleasing and telling that person, oh yeah, your opinions and your feelings come first, don't worry, I'll take care of them. And we're not setting an example for that person that they should also be independent, we're like, yeah, I'll take care of you, I'll act in the ways that make you happy and that person then relies on us to make them happy but it will never be enough. Nothing will ever be enough from uh, another person. We always need to come back to our inner source. Yeah, I recently finished reading The Vortex by Abraham Hicks. And it's a really funny way that I ended up ordering the book. I was actually gonna order some other books, but it just kept on coming up and I was like, no, no, no. So I added it to my, well, first I added it to my basket. And then I was like, actually, no, I'm like, I've ordered so many books, I don't need this. Took it out of the basket, ordered the other books. Oh, my gosh. And then there was this, like, big weight in my heart. Like, no, you have to order the book. So I did. And I'm so glad I ordered it. Because when it came, the cover was so different to the cover online. It was this, like, really pink, bright pink color. And if you know me in my personal life, or maybe if you follow me enough, you've noticed that I have a lot of pink things. And I love pink. And it's it's probably my favorite color. So when it came, I was like, okay, I was meant to have this book. So... In the vortex, they Abraham Hicks always talks about how we need to have a connection between you with a lowercase you and you with a capital U. Capital U meaning your inner guide, your inner being, your inner soul, that thing. And the like the book really emphasizes again and again and again that your only happiness can come from that, from your connection with yourself, and no one else, no one else in the way they act and the way they are can replace your connection with yourself. You might think they make you happy, but it's only this temporary like dopamine hit, this temporary comfort, but then it fizzles out. Like A, it's not reliable because that person might not always be there to give you the happiness you need. And B, even if they do, it's never going to um, amount to your connection with you. Your connection between you with a lowercase you, you with a capital u will never equal the immensity the massive happiness and fulfillment that that will give will never equal the fulfillment that someone else can give you. The way I sometimes imagine this connection is like every, at every point in which we connect with ourselves and we tap into that inner you with a capital U, we create like a little like sparkle inside. And the, every time we repeat that, every time we find that sparkle again, we create new sparkles and then our whole body, like with time becomes more sparkly with our own energy. The reason this vi- visualization I think is so like useful is because connecting with yourself takes consistent practice and it accumulates over time and it's also like easier over time. And every time you add a sparkle, a sparkle, like your whole body grows in this sparkly energy And each sparkle is like your own energy, rather than having stuff that are other people's energies, other people's thoughts and opinions. You're like, nope, I added a sparkle with my own. Okay, I added a sparkle with my own. And you add, add, add until your whole body is filled with these sparkles made of you, your soul, your higher self. And when your thoughts, feelings and inner world change like this, so too will your outer world. And that's what we're here for, right? To like have this physical life reflect our inner life. Um, but it's hard to do that when our inner life isn't our inner truth, and when our inner life is other people's truths, then our outer life will reflect our outer truth. So I'll use me as an example. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen that recently I quit my corporate job. That was a really, really big step for me because um I grew up thinking that's what I was going to do in my adult life, even if not necessarily a corporate job, like a nine to five office job. And when I did start my corporate job, I, uh, I loved it. It was really good. My company was great. My managers were great. Colleagues were great. I was honestly really, really happy on the days when I was working long days. I didn't really mind. I was so happy. There were some bad days, obviously. Not every day was like a high. But for the most part, in the beginning, I really enjoyed it. And then with time, it kind of like dwindled. And I was like, oh, I actually am not sure if I like this. And then I went through a period of burnout. Maybe one day I'll go into this in more detail. But then it just started to get really, really bad. And I was like, oh my God, maybe this isn't for me. And my journey for the past year, as I've done this job part-time, because a year ago I went part-time, is really trying to decipher and to sort between what was the feeding of society in my childhood, and what is my inner truth and my own connection to source, God, the universe, and myself. And the more I've done this, (laughs) the more my inner world has grown with these sparkles that I just mentioned. And then it became really easy to finally let go of the job and to quit. But I was only able to take that action in my outer world, once I did the inner work, I could have quit my job a year ago. I could have quit it a year and a half ago or even more when my burnout started to hit. But my inner world almost wasn't fully where it needed to be for my outer world to reflect it. And this is one of those times when it, it takes time for your self-connection and intuition and clarity to grow before you can take the action. Every time I spent time with my soul, when I really reflected on who she is, what she feels like, how she's so much more like innocent and pure and sweet and feminine than I ever thought she was, um, it made it very clear what was for me and what wasn't for me and your soul will be different your relationship with your soul will be different and yet when you get to know your soul too you will also discover that she's so much more innocent than you might think and she's so much purer than you might think your inner being is each of us has a soul that has come into this life to fulfill our dreams to fulfill certain plans certain experiences, certain relationships, and certain creations. And every time we sit with that soul and we connect with her, we build a relationship and we let her come out of her shell. But because we spent a whole lifetime hiding her, it's very hard for her to fully come out of her shell now. So it takes time. And when she is finally out of her shell we can finally take the action to reflect our soul. And so it really starts within, it really starts with strengthening the connection, strengthening the connection between the mind and the heart, strengthening the connection with our soul, with our inner being, with our inner truth, and strengthening the connection to the inner strength that we have. And that lets us believe in ourselves and lets us rise up and Make things, take actions to reflect that inner strength and inner warrior and inner dreams. We each have wisdom deep within, from many lifetimes lived, from the subconscious mind that has learnt things and developed ways of being and develops uh, developed ways of knowing things just intuitively and innately and that wisdom can only be accessed when we deepen the connection with ourselves and when we look within most of us aren't acting on that wisdom again because of society the ways we've grown but we each have this wisdom deep within and so when we go in when we sit in a state of relaxation to allow the wisdom to come through we like we drink it up and we listen to it and that really helps us to reach deeper inside and then reach outside and expand our life expand ourselves and just know who like who the f we are and when we know who we are we know what we stand for what our gifts are what our strengths are Then, like nothing can stop us and we we must take the action to reflect those things like we must and that was me and my journey with quitting my job I just suddenly finally knew like oh, okay, I, I stopped the sorting. And I was like, this, I need to quit now. I need to leave. This is my calling. This other path of, but I, don't, I don't even know what I'd call my path right now, but um, this other path of not doing, I'll just call it what it's not. It's not doing the nine to five job. This other path is for me. And when I finally came in that really deep knowing, even though I've kind of known this for a long time, like I've kind of already been on this path, but for some reason, I wasn't ready to take the jump yet or even not jump just to like step three yet. Um, and I, I was only able to do that because I've consistently set time to connect with myself, to raise my vibration, to clear my energy. And even before I fully came into that truth and that realization, I had really been practicing the things that I talk about in my YouTube video. I had been practicing setting boundaries. I had been practicing self-connection. I had been practicing um, releasing people pleasing tendencies, and then suddenly, like my life started reflecting these much better, more positive relationships. That helped me to thrive, and that helped me to even more connect with myself. Um, and that that helps as well, like having people that support you and that reflect to yourself your truth, really help you to connect with yourself. But um, that that didn't come because I suddenly started being this really new person and I started attracting new people whilst that has come it's actually that a lot like people that I already had in my life some naturally you know drifted away as I was changing who I was and then others that I had just suddenly was so different in their relationship with me and I think we forget that we really can reflect um what am I trying to say? We really can like affect affect other people in how they treat us just by who we are and how much we stand for who we are. So when I started standing for my truth other people either had to accept that and match it and support me in it or they had to be like "Mm, yeah I mean no thank you this isn't for me and then that is the only way that we can live a truthful life when we are the truth of who we are. Otherwise our like our relationship, our life, I feel like I'm speaking so fast, I'm losing my breath. <laughs> Otherwise, our relationship, our life are just like, again, I'm so dramatic with this word I feel, but like honestly it's just so true. like our life is a lie. Like when we're not connected to who we are, when we're not living from the space of our inner truth, our life is just a freaking lie. And then when our life becomes the truth of who we are, it kind of feels amazing and the space in between like there are some growing pains obviously it's really hard to lose what you had and it's really hard to let go of the security of who you thought you were but every time you sit with yourself and self-connect and self-reflect it's so nice to come back to yourself to know what your energy feels like to really release and let go the ego and its defensiveness, its controllingness, its fear And to come back to your soul because your soul never fears. Your soul trusts in the flow. It has this highest perspective. It knows there's a bigger purpose and it's clear-sighted. But to get there, we got to release. We got to do the work. And we got to step bravely. It's not not easy to sometimes connect with yourself because you have to come to some really uncomfortable truths. But it's really worth it. So this recording is, in, I guess, almost half an hour now, and I normally have my episodes of that length. So I think I might stop here. There's a lot more I can say. Um, I feel like there is a lot more I want to say, but if I could summarize all of this with some things. Oh, actually, before I go, if you wanna watch the YouTube video, I'll just share the tips that I share in there now. And if you want to watch the full version, you can. But the five practices that I um, highly encourage you, anyone, to use for deeper self-connection is one, journaling or any other form of self-inquiry and self-reflection. So if you don't like journaling, maybe you create voice notes to yourself. Maybe you sit in meditation and you just have a chat with yourself. Number two is scheduling time for self-care and finding what self-care looks like to you which means you really reflect on what makes you feel really good and pleasurable and high vibe um, rather than what someone online or like some book might say is self-care. Three is going back to things that you enjoyed in your childhood because this is when we were at our most pure and at our most innocent and truthful self kind of before the conditioning of society, parents, etc. took place. Um, four is taking a holistic view and reflection of your life so really checking in how much truth and fulfillment and happiness you actually get from your work your relationships your living situation how you're taking care of your physical health your emotional health your mental health and then um, five is reflecting on your relationship to relaxation Self-connection reflects a lot of relaxation. Sometimes self-connection is just laying on the ground outside for like 20 minutes doing nothing. So I talk about this a lot in the video at the end. But to, to kind of give you a taster, if you value productivity and doing things and doing, doing, doing and being really efficient over relaxing and letting go then this will be a really important one for you. I am so someone that has had such a big journey in this of um, releasing this need to do and to be productive and to always show something for my time to being like yeah actually today I didn't I didn't do much but you know what I read, I laid, I stretched, I had some cacao, I spent a ridiculous amount of time making this lavish meal and I mean yeah I have like nothing super amazing to show for myself that society would value but do you know what I felt great the whole day and the more that I did that like throughout the past year or so the easier it's gotten to the point where I have like I feel really comfortable relaxing um so if this was like really alien to you and if you're having some resistance or maybe if you're like yeah I don't think relaxing has any value I don't know what you're on about I really, really recommend reflecting on that. It. It's it's a big change, big big game changer. Learning to relax, to let go, um, and to just be. So yeah, if you want to watch the video, the link will be below. But otherwise, to kind of round up this episode, oh, just let yourself connect with yourself. That's really it. Just let yourself connect with yourself. There's sometimes nothing we need to do apart from. Going into this mode of receiving and just setting the intention to connect and to listen and then just trusting what comes through. When we ask to listen and we ask for guidance, we need to then listen truthfully and hear the stuff that comes out. Um, and then it's up to you if you want to take action, but you yeah, it's about trusting the path, knowing that there's a bigger divine plan for us all that can only be accessed when we Listen within, connect with ourselves and connect with our truth. Thank you for listening. This was a joy of an episode to record and I really enjoyed this kind of freer flow of it and freer chat. If you have any comments, any insights, thoughts, I'd love if you share them with me. You can find my website and social medias in the link below. Otherwise, I wish you a a wonderful day and week and hopefully see you in the next one. Bye.